Welcome to Conversations with Healers, a podcast and video interview series that features intimate, soulful, and cozy conversations with self-healers and healers. Healer to healer, we dive into all aspects of self-healing and healing and being and becoming a healer. I am Damla Aktekin. I am a healer and the host of this podcast, and I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. If you are new to this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe so that you can be aware of new episodes. I also invite you to visit adropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com, where I share a lot of free resources for self-healing and healing, and you can take a free quiz to find out what your energetic wounds are and how they may show up in your life. Discovering what your wounds are is the first step in healing them. I hope you enjoy this episode. There is one more thing I would like to share with you before you listen to this episode. I created a wonderful container to help you process the collective trauma of the pandemic and begin to heal your energetic wounds. It is an energy healing membership called Chakra Bliss Vault. Every month, you will receive three new crystal healing sessions, plus you'll immediately have access to my entire energy healing recording library when you sign up. The membership is really affordable and will continue to be so. You can find out more about it at adropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com. I invite you to make your healing a priority and invest in your well-being by becoming a Chakra Bliss Vault member. Hello everyone, this is Damla with A Drop of Om, and I have here with me Yolandi Boshoff. Yolandi is a spiritual coach, Akashic record reader, starseed, light language channel, healer, and an author. I'm so excited to have you here, Yolandi. (laughs) Thank you so much for inviting me on. I'm really excited to speak to you and I can't wait to yes. delve a bit deeper with you today. Yes, me too. I have to say first, I love your colors. As you can see, I love the, <laughs> the crystal colors. It's kind of my thing. <laughs> so beautiful. Um, Thank you. I always start with, I want to hear your story of how you got to be doing what you're doing now. Ah, okay. So it's quite an interesting one. So I um, I used to be a business analyst in the financial industry up until about seven years ago. And um, very much in the corporate world, very much go, 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 no idea about anything spiritual, anything woo woo out there. Um, and then I had my Akashic records read because I was going through a bit of a period of like wanting to find myself and a bit of a early midlife crisis, I think would be a a good explanation of that. Um, And then, yeah, I basically happened upon the the Akashic record reading and found out um, that I was actually a healer. And I also found out about my connection with the stars and that I was actually a starseed. And that kind of got the whole ball rolling and just changed everything for me. Um, So when I was made redundant a few months later in my job, I decided that 
I wanted to give this wonderful world of woo-woo a bit of a try and see because it felt like a calling. Um, and yeah, and then I started reading the Akashic Records about seven years ago and, um, and things just, yeah, snowballed from there. It was absolutely amazing. So um, I've, yeah, I've se <laughs> seen so many clients over the years. I've really um, found myself in such a deep place and like really connected with who I am. Um, I've written a book during that time about being a star seed and I really started working on my connection with my higher self with spirit um, and also with different star beings and so my life really changed and I'm I'm glad that I took that big leap of leaving corporate and jumping into the woo woo world um, and yeah so today I'm I'm living in the UK I used to be in South Africa I was also led to come back to the UK uh, with my husband so we live here now and I do a lot of work with the earth here as well met some amazing people and it just feels like everything is sort of lining up so um, I think handing over to spirit and allowing myself to be led by my intuition and by my guides and by my higher self just completely changed my life so I'm here today using all my old skills and all of my new skills and just enjoying working with people I love that. I love the part about um, sometimes universe gives us nudges and then sometimes they're not so subtle, like you you being let go of your business or your or your corporate job. And for me, I, I was in the corporate world and my company got bankrupt. So that yeah. was a different, <laughs> different way of, okay, now to onward and upwards. Yes. And then you, um, you mentioned the... Um, the you know incorporating what you had before with the new because we don't lose them we don't you know nothing you've done and learned is lost ever it all gets repurposed and reused and recycled in a way yes. um can you tell us a little bit about what a star seed is and how you identify with it yourself okay so yeah, so when I found out about being a starseed, it was so freaky because I'd never even heard of the concept, right? And here's this woman saying to me, okay, you're connected to the Andromedan galaxy. And I'm going, sorry, what? This is like madness. But in that moment when she said it to me, I, I just burst into tears. I was just like, you know, when you have that truth that you feel inside your body and you're just like, oh, this is it. So I got so emotional. I started crying and I was like, Oh my goodness there's something here so i knew in my heart there was something there and then i started researching what does it actually mean so through the years of obviously now having worked with this a lot um when i speak to people i tell them that um star seeds are basically if you can imagine when your soul is created by source your soul makes a decision so it's going to go to either this planet or that planet wherever it wants to go in this beautiful universe of ours and then it incarnates there and then what generally happens is the souls that didn't incarnate here on earth the very first time they do their little thing out there and then eventually they decide they're going to come to earth here to come and work with the people here to come and work with the earth etc so they carry that imprint that personality that those traits of those star systems with them and they then come and incarnate here on earth okay so so as a star seed for me i 
I feel like I really carry the Andromedan traits. So if you had to look up on the internet, for instance, like how do Andromedans behave on the earth? Like when I started reading up on it, I'm like, oh my goodness, that's exactly like me. It's almost like having your, you know, if you're Sagittarius, you're this type of person. So it was the same with the Andromedan um, traits. And then I, um, yeah, it's just like, those star seeds then come here and they generally like light workers. They work with people, they work with animals, they want to work with the earth. And all of this is basically to do with our work with the earth, about the ascension of earth. Um, so star seeds are here to be bright shining lights to help people reconnect with love, reconnect with themselves, reconnect with who they authentically are. And yeah, that's basically my best description of it. Yeah. And you so beautifully embody it with your colors and with what you do now but was there ever um a point of I mean this this sort of you you found out about this and then your your job situation changed was there ever um hesitation or or some struggle about stepping into the next thing for you yeah. and and like from just finding out being a star seed to saying okay like I'm more and more open to this what was that journey like so that was interesting because I mean it's like if you walk up to someone in your family and you go oh well guess what today mom I'm like from this planet and I do this and I do that and like you know it, it's like it's a big um I think it's it's one of those shocking things where you have to sit with it for a while and then for me the big catalyst was the fact that I I felt like I remembered the, the minute that woman said it to me, it was like my body responded in such a big yes way. And this was even before I knew about intuition or anything like that, but like inside my heart, I knew it and I never doubted it. And I think that helped me to be okay with the potential judgment that I could have encountered based on it. So there was a lot of times, especially in the first few years of doing my work, where I was quite nervous because when I started reading the Akashic Records, I was then able to start working with other star seeds and start tuning into whether people were star seeds or not. And to go and then have a session with someone and say, oh, guess what? You're actually from the Pleiades. And these people are like, sorry, what? So, you know, it was, I had to always tread quite carefully in the beginning, but the more I embraced it and the more I took the shame of being weird and different, out of it, um, the easier it became. And, you know, when I started telling my mom about it and I started telling my dad about it and my husband, and they didn't all run away screaming or want to put me into a mental institution, it made it so much easier. They were like, okay, cool. If you believe that, that's fine. We might not necessarily believe this, but it's all good. So I was very lucky that my family and my husband was extremely supportive of this transition. And my friends were also um, really supportive as well. So that really helped, but it was scary going out the first time on Facebook and YouTube and those places and start talking about this. But one of the things with that was the fact that I had to just be strong because my conviction was so strong within myself. And that helped me to also write the book that I wrote about being a star seed, because it was like, you know, people need to be okay with the fact that you feel different and that you see the world different and that you act different. And we need to take judgment out of our environments. And if I don't judge myself, I don't get judged by the people around me. And that was very, very true for me during my experience. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, I'm 
very much interested in finding out about how how the star seed discoveries sort of led you to the light language channeling and what is a light language what's light language channeling and what led you to it yeah so that was that was also one of those beautiful serendipitous like synchronicities by accident moments so i was with one of my really close friends we were doing a reiki session and i was on the bed and she's a clairvoyant and she was standing there and she's like what's light language so i'm on the bed i'm like i have no idea and she's like this feels really important we need to check this out so i got on my phone i googled light language and obviously the first thing that then popped up was andromedan light language and I'm like, ah, oh, there's something here. So I immediately went to go and see what this light language is all about. Um, and I got a few really good books and I started reading up on it and doing my research. And then I remembered when I was, um, I think I was about 16 or 17 years old. And I was um, in, in church then with my family and I was, I was baptized. And as I was finished with the baptism, I then started like having these weird words come out. So in the church that I was in back then, people would speak in tongues and I was standing there and I was like busy saying these words and I'm like, whoa, what's this? But obviously being a 16 year old, you just, you know, I don't want to do this. I dismissed it. But once that memory came back, I started remembering the words that came out of my mouth back then. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is light language. And so I just kept on repeating these words every day in the shower and eventually more and more and more and more words came. Um, and the more I familiarized myself with what it actually is. So how it works is that there's different energies around us, right? So we, you might have like different earth energies or star energies or whatever other light being energies there are. And if you can imagine those energies then hit us and when they hit us, we can actually speak those energies out. So, you know, when you think about like something like Reiki, um, the energies will come in and we push it through our hands. Light language is basically, we take the energies in and we speak it out, but you can also sign it and draw it and speak it and sing it and all sorts. But basically what I do is I allow the energies to come in. I speak these different languages over people in my sessions, wherever. And then that will land in their energy field and that will start unlocking codes. It will um, help with healing, whatever that person needs, that will then be given to them. Because I so often have people going, I know that language. What is that? That feels so familiar to me. So people actually recognize the languages. Um, and it's also a way for me to communicate when I channel with the different light beings. Um, it's like my soul speak and I can speak to them in light language and then bring it out in English. Um, but yeah, that's basically in a nutshell how it all happened. What is it like the experience for you when you're channeling? What does it feel like? Oh, so it's um it's very beautiful, and um I just I basically I just go into the zone. So I kind of see it like I open myself up, and then my heart feels really open when I do it. And I also have a a great sense of being um what is the right word that like it's quite it's very powerful when it comes through so when i'm speaking it it's filled with heart it's filled with light it's filled with fire um so i can feel all of that in my body and 
um, it just depends on what type of energy it is. So sometimes it's really powerful and you can, you know, when the dragons speak, you're like, whoa, that feels like really intense. But if you speak to fairies, it's very lighthearted and the language will sound like very weird. Um, or sometimes when it's like star beings comes through, um, you know, there's this like this recognition of that star energy. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a very it's a body feeling and my heart just swells when I connect with it. It sounds like a, um, like an embodied experience also. Yes. It's, uh, That's a nice way of putting a it. A little, little beyond words is what I'm getting from, from it. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to one of the things you, you mentioned in your, your website is, um, is I feel like one of your missions is divine soul connection. What is that? divine soul connection so that is really about reconnecting you with all of the remembering of your soul okay so if you can imagine that um we have this this like energy field around us and in our energy field is all of these messages and information and wisdom and everything that we carry so your akashic records all of your past lives um, the stuff you've done, um, information that your soul wants to share with you, it's all over there and around you. So I always see like things around people like, and, and I can see all of this magic in people. And then what happens is in my work, um, when I connect with someone's energy, I can start taking the pieces and giving them um, part of their, their puzzle, basically, part of their, their information, part of what their soul actually wants to do here. Um, so if you can imagine, um, I use the, the process of going through people's, um, uh, their spiritual DNA, and I literally start decoding all of the pieces of DNA, and I find information, and I can give people information about, like, what, what is it that their soul actually wants to do here? What is it that they divine mission is to connect with humanity here on this planet can you give us examples of that like what were some of the um missions the that you encountered <laughs> oh yes no definitely man i've got so many stories but well without giving too much away because obviously these are client experiences but some of the things that have happened and quite a few of them have happened over the last year was that um finding information about new ways of working with energy and new healing modalities is one of the examples of things that come through when we start decoding people and um it's always really interesting for me because the soul who holds that information knows it so the minute i say to them okay look at this this is the way that the energy work this is what your guides wants to know um, and then sharing that with the people, it's like they go, yes, I know how to do this. I can feel it in my body. So, so part of it is that we're bringing through new healing modalities. We're bringing through new ways of um, bringing through ancient information. And it's also now moving into the territory where we're literally looking at stuff that other people haven't seen yet. So I call it for 2022, I'm calling it the beyond beyond because it's almost like we've been given this this realm of information and what's happening now is the guides are going okay you are ready now to actually go to the next level of information so there's even information now that i can see coming through for my clients that we haven't seen yet so so there's just there's so many exciting new things coming through new energies which really excites me because it's brand new ways of doing healing work on the planet for other people yeah 
Beautiful, beautiful. And um, what, what do you feel your purpose is? Oh, <laughs> so I am, I am here to really help people remember who they are. And my job in all of this is like I always say, like I open the rabbit holes for people to go down into um, and I decode the information that people can't see immediately. But the minute that we've decoded the information, it opens up the doorway for them to walk back into their own remembering. So I do see myself as a bit of an energy door opener for people so that they can walk back into their own wisdom, because one of my big things is that I want people to start reconnecting with their own inner wisdom and their own knowing. And through the work that I do with people, it's if I can help you to remember who you really are, you can reconnect with your own inner wisdom. I love that. Um, and the reason I bring this up is it just somehow happened, happened that this year in 2022, somehow all of the people I'm talking to in this podcast we're coming back to the idea of purpose and the soul mission. It just keeps coming up over and over in, in different ways. And, and I love how you describe the information already being around you, like in your field, accessible in, in the general field. And all it takes is for us to reach for it. Um, and, and if that feels not, not so accessible, you can always get help from someone like you. Yes. And I want to um find out how this the soul mission finding out your soul mission leaning into your purpose leads to or or correlates with the dna activation work that you do mm. so the dna activation is basically what led me into all of this so in um in 2019 i had my own dna activated um and things just went like everything just opened up right it was just like I was like what happened like everything changed like my channeling abilities came through all of this stuff so before that I was like I was um very clear um clear knowing so my my clear cognizance was what I worked with in the Akashic records and then all of a sudden when I had my DNA activated I was like oh my goodness like my clear audience my clairvoyance everything just opened up and I was intrigued by it. And so I went to go and study it and I wanted to learn how to do it myself. Um, so, so basically what happens is when we start going into those parts of us, when we start working with the inherent um, spiritual gifts that we've got. So for me, it's just like activating the DNA literally opens you up to seeing more things and being able to experience. Um, and so as we go through that, that's where I then discovered as I was doing the work and going deeper and deeper with every client, but look, there's information here and there's information here. So it's not just about activating the DNA, but it's about like extracting the information out of the, the spiritual DNA and literally like giving the messages to the clients, because it's almost like the stuff is there and it's waiting for us to access it, but we've forgotten that it's actually there. So, and I know like the scientists speak about junk DNA and I'm like, there's no junk there. It's literally like it's full of information. There is so much information um, and that we can actually start like giving that to people. So if I can say to them, but there's these connections, you need to look at like frequency and energy and whatever it is for the client that they needing to do as part of their soul mission. That's all literally like woven through all of their DNA. 
So, um, yeah, so I was very fortunate to obviously like have that experience of my own DNA being activated and that just opened up for me being able to see this. And now it's part of what I do in all of my coaching programs is like, I make DNA activation a core part of it because that for me is where the most information lies. Obviously the Akashic records hold a lot. So we incorporate that as well, but it's definitely in the DNA that the magic lies. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, so the other thing that has been coming up this year is without intending to, I have, I found myself reaching out to people who were born in one place and are, are living in another place, which is also me. I grew up in Turkey. I live in the U.S. I'd love to find out about um, your energetic experience with that. How does it feel um, to have moved places and then the energy of both places, if that makes sense? Yes, totally. It's such an interesting question. So I'm just going to take a little bit of it. So I am from South Africa and I was born there. Um, and I kind of like I lived in a couple of places, but not for very long. And then I lived in the UK for about a year with my husband just after we met and I was in London and I was like, I cannot be here. And this was all before I woke up. And this was while I was still in hectic corporate and working in London. It was just really, really intense and stressful. We then went back to South Africa um, and then I we eventually ended up moving here after a, a, a bit of a tarot reading from a friend of mine and it was like okay i think we need to move to the uk because something is calling me back to the uk there was something in my soul going we need to come back here i can't go back to london but we need to come back to the uk and my husband at that stage with his business was like it makes perfect sense for us to move back here and when we arrived here i asked um, for a dna test um, for my birthday and when my husband then he got it for me and we got the results and it ended up that I was more than 60% English and I was like, oh my goodness. So it was almost like my, my DNA, my motherland called me back because I mean, South Africans were all generally from, um, uh, you know, from France or from Holland and those places, but like, there's a bit of an English connection, but this was so interesting that my DNA read that I was really from this place. And for me, it's always interesting because I feel like like I was called back here to come and do work here. And it's like my soul knows this is actually where I'm originally from, where things need to happen. So it's very interesting for me carrying that African connection, but now also this, this connection here with the UK and the sacred lands. And I live near Avalon and all of that. So, and the stone circles and all of these things were things that were literally calling me back here. So for me, there's very much a, there's a bit of a theme about like us light workers being in one space and connected to another space because there's healing that needs to happen in different places, right? So for me, there's lots of healing that needs to happen in South Africa, but there's lots of healing that needs to happen here. And I look at light workers as bridge builders for the energy between these places, because we carry an imprint from here and we carry an imprint from there. So for me, it's been really interesting to be here and to see that every time I go back home, what experiences I'm having with the land there, and then I come back here and then my experience with the land changes again. So it's like I bring back information from there and to here and I take information from there to there. So obviously energetic information and yeah, so I hope that makes sense. Yes, 
I, I, um, the way I talk about it is when I go to Turkey, I'm like seeped in black tea and then I can't come back to like orange juice here but of course there's a little bit of black tea coming into the orange juice and vice versa so they're flavoring each other and affecting each other changing each other and for for me it's um the energies of this like here in the U.S. it feels very um spacious and new and over there it feels older and heavier Mm. um depends on where you are of course but it's just it's a different um different connection than here and like here I'm the first one who who traveled to this land from my family Mm. like here I am the ancestor and over there (laughs) and I brought my ancestors with me but over there like my ancestors are very present and louder if that makes sense I love that (laughs) (laughs) and I um as a Sagittarius I also have to ask I know that you love traveling have you found any like what's your most favorite place to to go to that feels like ah like the energy and so I'm also Sagittarius I do think we have like a huge problem with traveling and like the last two years have been like terrible for me because I can't travel right um but it's oh there's so many there's so many places that that light me up and I'm just like Peru has been on my list of places that's just been life-changing um Egypt for me was absolutely like mind-blowing and then obviously France carries a um, a deep connection to Mary Magdalene for me and then here in the UK my favorite places would be um, like obviously Glastonbury um, the chalice well I hold deep in my heart and the abbey there as well um, and Avebury here in the UK as well for me was actually a very special place so I'm kind of I'm making my way down south now towards um, more of the stone circles and starting to work with the ley lines here as well. So because I'm I'm finding the energy of the ley lines quite interesting and and the dragon lines here. And um, so anything that's on a ley line makes me really, really happy. And all those places here in the UK is on what we call the St. Michael's line. So it's it's a dragon line. It's one of the big lines that runs through the south. And for some odd reason where I live is really close to it. So I'm literally like I can drive you know, 30 minutes here, an hour there, and I'm, I'm like right next to this line. So yeah, so the ley line, the St. Michael's ley line makes me really, really happy. Yeah, I love that. And I feel like all the places you mentioned, there are like the e- Egypt connection, there's where the ley lines connect. And I yes. call those points, the chakras of the earth that yes. are stronger in magnetism, and they have like special, special um, things that, that can speak to us. The energy can speak to you easier. Um, what would you say is um, the thing that you see that people are working on healing? Uh, the thing that you see the most? Okay. So, so there is fear for me is a is a big thing that's been that I see and that's very prevalent in the people that I work with. And it's the fear of being seen. Um, it's the fear of like standing up and shining their light and and basically like getting out of the weirdo closet and going, ta-da, this is me. I'm here to do this. Um, so 
for me, that's one of the things that I'm really focusing on in my work is to help people to break through that fear of being seen, of being heard, um, of basically just exposing who they are to the world. Uh, and I mean, it obviously I've worked through that myself as a healer and having gone through having to deal with judgment and all that type of stuff. So helping people to work with that judgment and that fear um, is one of the core things for me about my work. Yeah, I love that. And how can people find out more about you? I know you are, um, you have a new program. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so I mean, the best places to find me will be on um, Instagram, I'm very active there. Um, and then on my website, divinesoul.me, um, with all the links to my socials. So I've just recently launched um, a program called Decoding Your Purpose. And this program is really focused on, it's a five month intensive with me, where we go through taking all of the pieces of you. So as I explained, like all of those beautiful golden puzzle pieces of you and then extracting them and putting them back together. So the process is for you to start understanding who you really are, what is your soul about, what is your purpose and putting all of that together. Now, the one thing that I do find is like, you know, purpose is easy to find out. We can, we can kind of like, you know, we can do a quiz or we can tune in and we can meditate and we can go, okay, yes, I know I'm here to help people, but but then what? And that was the big question from everyone. So the one thing I found was that my clients always said to me, Yulandi, when I've worked with you, I get clarity. I, I understand why I'm here and I get clarity on how I can move forward. And so for me, the big part of the program is the how, because it's fine to tell people you're a healer, you're a light worker, you're a star seed, whatever. But like, how, what do I need to do now that I know this information? And that's what this program is about. It's about helping you figure out your how, because I'm obviously passionate about business. I mean, come from the business world and I like to help people to understand like how they can bring their gifts into the world. How can they use it to help other people? And then obviously, how can they also use it to um, create their own abundance as well? Um, so it's kind of like, it's a, it's not your standard coaching program because it includes all the weirdness of like DNA activation, past lives, normal coaching, business coaching. So it's it's a it's a big mixed bag of like finding yourself again. Just the way we healers like it. Put all yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> everything that we're right really brain, good at. I mean, left brain, just everything all together. <laughs> <laughs> Yolandi, so you're you're so generously offering one starseed oracle reading. Yes. And I will put instructions about it. We're going to um open it up for um one week after this podcast is posted. And um anybody who shares the podcast and texts both of us will be entered to win that. Thank you so so much. It's been such a pleasure to chat with you. And I love what you're doing. And thank you for being a part of this. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really enjoyed speaking to you today. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Conversations with Healers. If this episode spoke to you in any way, please leave a review or comment, like or love it, and share it with others in your life. This is a true soul love project from my heart to yours. I really appreciate your help in spreading the word. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and check out other episodes to listen to some extraordinary healing stories and advice. Have a beautiful and wonderful day.